welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, I have with me uh, a uh, drag queen, um, and uh, it goes by the name Lola Rome. Won uh, Miss Gay Isthmus and Miss Gay Fox Valley this past year, and uh, you have a show tonight, don't you? I do. I do have a show tonight. Um, yeah, it's at, this is it downtown here in Milwaukee. Tits. Yeah, good old tits. We love tits. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so we're going to talk to him about uh, uh, all things drag, uh, his passions, and why he does what he does. So, Angelo Villarreal, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Uh, good to have you. I, haven't, I don't remember the last time I saw you. Uh, it was... A long time ago. It was a long time ago. Like 2016, maybe? Yeah, damn near, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. No, I think the last time I saw you was when you were in drag, and it was at the UWM Drag Show. Senior year, so 2018. Okay. So, yeah, so... About two years ago. Two years Might ago. I say, you looked absolutely fabulous. Oh, then. thank you. It was my first time seeing you in drag. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually my first performance ever, the 2018. Mm. Um, was my first drag performance. Damn. Um, yeah, so tomorrow is my drag anniversary of two years. Oh, nice. Is that like a common thing, the drag anniversary? Um, yeah, people kind of celebrate it. It's... Whenever people like, talk, how long have you been doing drag? Mm. It's just kind of like the day that we go by. How did that first show go? But it was it was really good. Um, I was living in Janesville at the time because I moved back mm -hmm. from Milwaukee to Janesville. Um, I want to say it was <coughs> the end of 2016. Mm -hmm. um, no, end of 2017. Yeah, end of 2017. Oh, sure. So moved back then, um, and so I was living in Janesville and. I had auditioned right before I moved for the UW Drag Show. Mm -hmm. um, I actually got into drag because of my residence. I was a oh. RA for the Social Justice LLC oh, at UWM. Nice. And some of my residents were big fans of Drag Race, and so they pulled me into their room one day and was like, watch Drag Race with us. And I was like, okay. And they're like, can we put makeup on you? And I was like, I mean, I guess. Resident RA bonding time. Hell yeah. And then I like looked in the mirror and I was like, damn. Like, <laughs> who is good. that? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so... Yeah. <laughs> Ever since then, like I bought some makeup and practiced a little, and UWM Drag Show came along. I was like, I'm gonna do it, and that was the first show I was ever in. That's so, amazing. What'd you perform to? I performed uh, "You Ought to Know" by Lance Morissette, going into "Sorry Not Sorry" by Demi Lovato. Oh, fantastic! Right. Nice. Well, uh, glad to see you stuck with it. Obviously, you have a show tonight, so uh, good luck. That sounds Thanks. awesome. And congrats on your drag anniversary. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, it's it's going well. Good. Uh, um, I'm Miss Gaya Smith currently, the current reigning Miss Gaya Smith. Um, so that means that I went and competed at state for Miss Gay Wisconsin. I placed second alternate there. Um, which gave me a ticket to go to nationals to compete for mm -hmm. Miss Gay US of A. Nice. However, first alternate um, ended up not being able to go due to some health issues. She broke her Achilles tendon. Oh, so yeah, so she can't go. So I'm now the new first alternate um, going representing Wisconsin Excellent. in May. So nice. Playing. Where is it? Um, it's in Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Good old Dallas, Texas. Lone Star State. <laughs> um, well. Uh, Hey, at least it's warm. Yeah. I'll give it, I'll give it that. I mean, it'll be nice, so it'll still be a little yeah. toasty here, but it'll yeah. be even better. Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, 
Yeah, so uh, Angela, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear through our passionate and creative minds, and uh, we've known each other for a long time. Uh, we met, like, first week of freshman yeah. year in the dorms, <laughs> yeah. uh, 2014. Um, mm -hmm. You were uh, sweet mates with... Uh, my friend Garrett. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, for real. That was, um, yeah, that was like, mm, that was back when like you hung out with like whoever was like, you know, on your floor mm -hmm. pretty much yeah. in proximity. And, yeah. um, and like, I, I didn't even live on your floor, but you like, didn't. I just like knew people on your floor. So I would always come and party on your floor. And, <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> yeah. So, I knew you from that, um, but we didn't really, like, actually, like, really get to know each other too well, like, until, like, later on, like, um, I would just kind of see you, like, sporadically, like, out and about and whatnot, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, then I saw that you were doing the, uh, the drag stuff, uh, in the last couple of years, and, um... Yeah, it was just cool to see, I guess, like how, you know, you found something that you connected with so much and that you were so passionate about. So I guess to start, like, um, so what did you, so you, did you graduate? I did not graduate. I um, couldn't afford it at the time. Mm. So I was like, we got to take a break and go back. Still haven't come back, but working on it. Yeah. Um, the goal is by the end of this year, once the taxes come, taxes come back, I'm going to pay off what I need to pay off and then go back. Oh, yeah. Um, so... I changed my major six times too, so that was another reason why I was like, I gotta go. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm wasting money. We gotta stop. So. What did you start with and what did you end with? I started with music education. I did a full, okay, full circle. Music ed to just a music BA to nursing. Why I did that, Holy I don't know. Shit. Yeah, that's a whole 180. Worst, yeah, worst decision I could have ever done. Um, back to the arts, I did musical theater for a little bit, and then I was like, I'm never going to get a job, so just get a basic communications degree. They were like, here's communications, but there's a shit ton of psychology in it. And oh, I was yeah. like, I failed that in high school and in college, so mm -hmm. nix that. And then I ended back in education. Well, so. um, well you know, uh, it sounds like you, uh, you uh, bounced around many different corners of campus. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. Well, yeah, and I mean, I totally get that. Like, um, I like a lot. Like, a lot of students have like you know the the luxuries of like financial aid and stuff. Like, I wouldn't have been able to afford school without that. And you know, now I have a hundred thousand dollars to pay back. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I, I get you on the uh, the, the fiscal uh, you know disadvantages and stuff, uh, but yeah, like it's like you know you go back when you're ready to or you know whenever, as long as you know you're being productive uh, in the meantime, which it looks like you have. Yeah, I'm doing a lot. Yeah, I'm tired all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like we said before we start recording, um, not enough coffee, too much to do in the day. Yeah. Right now. I'm fucking tired right now. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, so you grew up in Janesville. I did. Um, and do you and you, do you currently live there now? I live in Madison right oh, now. Oh, Madison. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, I guess like growing up, like, uh, did you feel like, um, you know, like the the drag identity that you eventually would adopt? Like, did you feel like growing up, like? 
it was hard for you to connect with that, or do you feel like you know you were generally like accepted? Yeah. Um, so growing up in Janesville is definitely not easy. Janesville, Wisconsin, is the home of the KKK and Paul Ryan, and in some people's perspective, so I have heard. Yeah. So, right. um, it was it was really difficult growing up being a person of color as well as a flamboyant person, mm-hmm. um, because I had to try and like tone down the flamboyancy and just yeah. like be straight. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. So. It was really difficult growing up. I didn't get the coming out that I wanted. Um, just, yeah, it was a struggle. Mm-hmm. Say so the coming out was a struggle, and then senior year, um, I kind of owned it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a big coming out um, to the public or anything, um, but if people asked, I told them. Sure. Um, yeah. And I identify as bisexual. And then later on, coming to college, um, I really got to dive deep into that because UWM is such an, it's an inclusive Fair. AF. Like, yeah, it's great. I got to find a lot of resources. Yes, a lot of resources and just community in general. Mm-hmm. And through drag, once I started doing drag, I kind of discovered that I didn't feel cisgender. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't feel like I aligned with the sex that I was given at birth or that identity I was given at birth. So I learned that I was a little bit more fluid, mm-hmm. um, which is why. I do drag um, because I get to really express that feminine side in myself sure. versus being male presenting like I am right now. Every day I can be more female presenting. Yes. I don't have a preference in pronouns. Oh, actually, so sure. yeah, I don't care what pronouns people use in or out of drag. Mm-hmm. So. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, the f- going back to the fluidity. Yeah. It sounds like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, so uh, where'd you uh, land the name Lola Rome? Um, so my mom is... Her name's Lori, um, and if I were to be any woman in the world, it would be my mother. It's because my mom is perfect in every way. Shout <laughs> like, out to moms. Yeah, this is a Moms are dope. Yeah. Um, my mom is my best friend, um, and so if I were to be any woman in the world, I would want to be my mom mm. or someone like my mom. So I picked Lola. Um, Rome is actually my middle name, okay. so I wanted a piece of me still in that name. Sure. Um, and then my... Um, added name now is Shadows with an X um, because I was adopted into a drag family, which is basically just like I have a drag mom who's like a mentor oh, in the drag community. Who is it? Um, her name is Mashika Shadows. Oh, tight. Um, she's from Minnesota, and so she kind of put me under her wing and was like, You're my daughter now. No, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and sure. so I'm Lola Rome Shadows. Fabulous. Um, very nice. How, like, were you like, uh, was it like super nerve wracking, like doing a drag performance for the first time? Like, were you nervous? Yeah. Oh, it was terrifying. Um, because the UW drag show, it's such, it's the largest drag show in the Midwest and yeah. over a thousand people go to it every year. That was my first time going. Yeah. So it was, it was terrifying. Um, it was nice though, because I did have like my peers in the audience and my family came and other people from Janesville cause I was living there at the time came. Um, to support, and it was it was a great time. It felt so good afterward. Mm-hmm. My mom actually stole the mic from the host and was like, "Where's Lola Rome? We're waiting because <laughs> I was close to the end of the show." Oh, that's funny. And she stole the mic from the host, and the host was like, "Absolutely not! Get away from me!" Oh yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a great time. Oh, that's funny. Nice. Um, so beyond that, like, uh, how would you continue to get immersed in like the drag culture, the scene here, and whatnot? Yeah. Um, so. I started, that was the first show, and then after that, um, I lived in Janesville, so there's really nothing in Janesville, mm-hmm. drag, 
queer at right. all, any way, shape, or form. Right. So, so um, I had reached out to folks in Madison because it was a little closer than Milwaukee is. Um, I did reach out to people in Milwaukee, but it was just difficult getting here too because I didn't have a car at the time. Um, and I was trying to get a hold of people, and like sometimes I'd make it through to people, and sometimes I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And it was it was difficult at first, and so. Um, I just started adding all of these different drag queens from the area and a drag queen from Appleton, her name is Aurora Kashmir, reached out to me after I added her and was like, hey, we have an open lip sync battle competition. Would you like, are you, are you interested? And I'm like, yes, I'm taking it. Nice. It's a way to get my name out there. And I did it. And I actually won that competition um, awesome. for that night. Anyway. Yeah, sure. So um, I did that. So that was my second performance. And then the third performance was me competing for my first title, which is Miss Gay Fox Valley. US of A. Um, so I did that and I won. My third time performing and I won. It was Damn. only against one other queen, but You're I, good. I mean, <laughs> I looked a hot mess like you oh, can see God. before and afters, like then versus now, totally different person. <laughs> sure. But I I won, um, so that got my name out there. Um, and then a few months later I ended up moving to Madison and then I just kind of Went to the bars and drank, and they were like, oh, what's your name? And then just grew from there. Yeah, just the natural organic networking and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yes. How, is, how would you, like, uh, like, is there, like, a good presence of it in Madison, would you say? Oh, yeah, there's a really good pre presence of drag in Madison. We have um, Five Night Club there, which is the main, I would say it's, like, the main gay bar in Madison. Sure, yeah. Um, it's my current home bar. Um, and there's all kinds of drag queens that come in and out of there. Oh, nice. It's great. They have a competition called Categories. It happens every Tuesday, and it's an open competition for anybody. Um, and that really brings folks in to mm -hmm. just start doing drag, and then from there they just network again and totally get their name out there. Awesome. Have you done much uh, in Milwaukee? Um, I've done some in Milwaukee. I've. It's diff It used to be difficult getting out here because I've never car, but I do have a car now, which is really nice. Um, so I have the show at This Is It. I perform there one other time. Mm -hmm. I perform at Dick's here in Milwaukee twice. Do you know uh, Gluttony Sin? I do know oh Gluttony. Oh my gosh, shout out to Gluttony. Yes, uh, I love Gluttony. That's my baby. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love Gluttony. Yes. Gluttony was, uh, she was the first drag queen I've had on the show, Ooh, and uh, we drank Capriccio. We got super ratchet that yeah. <laughs> we got We got it. fucked up that night, yes. but that was a lot of fun. Yes, I believe it. I yeah. love Gluttony. She oh, yeah. She's amazing. The, she's so savage. I love her so yes. much, yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, I've, I'm connected with some, with a couple drag queens, and I know that there's a lot of, like, uh, some crossover between, like, drag and some burlesque as well, mm -hmm. like, in Milwaukee, and, um, yeah, I, I haven't, uh, besides the drag show, the one that you did, um, the only other time, like, I went to a real drag show was... And Hamburger Mary's. Oh, we love Hamburger Mary's. We sure do. <laughs> it's like really, that was a good ass burger too. Oh yeah, no, their burgers delicious. are amazing. I'm about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, other than that, I haven't like actually really like breached too much into the scene. Like I've never been to Dick's. I've been to Tits once and we walked, we were there for like five minutes and we left. Mm -hmm. So I still have a lot of breaching to do. Yeah, so. go check it out. It's a good time and it's yeah. such a welcoming environment to be yeah. in. And 
you'll probably get some free shots from folks here and there. Fuck so yeah. we're about it. We love to see it. <laughs> exactly. We, we sure do. We're here for it. Um, yeah, and also, yeah, like it's you know, see, everyone deserves to feel you know, fucking fantastic, you know, in their own skin, in their own style, and like, um, and that's what, like, why it's such a beautiful culture, and mm -hmm. it's, it is, like, you know, great that so many folks have found a home in it around here. Yeah. No, absolutely. I love the, like, the scene, just here and in Madison, just being around folks. Anytime I travel anywhere, um, like, if I go to Chicago, I'll stop at a gay bar just to, like, yeah. feel it out and to meet new people because everyone is, like I said, so welcoming. Totally. Uh, how would you describe your persona as Lola Rome? Yeah. Shadows. Uh, so Lola is, she's, well, a lot of it's the same just because I use it more as an identity situation versus just drag and, like, a different persona. So mm -hmm. a lot of it's the same. I feel like she's a little bit more confident than Angelo is. She doesn't give two shits what you have to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, she yeah. will, she's just very sassy and out there and loves to laugh. Mm -hmm. People know her for her laugh. I mean, people think that it's just, that's how I laugh in drag and I don't laugh like that out of drag, but yeah. I do laugh like that out of drag. <laughs> right, like yeah. my evil cackle. Um, she's... Villainous. Yeah, it's, it's very that, yeah. Villainous, right, yeah. <laughs> um, and so... They, like, I also, I'm a dancing queen, so I've been dancing all my life. I love doing it, and so I put that into my art. Um, I'm not really a looks queen. I have, like, three wigs, and oh. most drag queens have, like, ten or no, yeah. fifteen, twenty. I have three. One of them's human, so I can, like, do what I want with it, flat hair sure. and curl, whatever. Yeah. Um, but dancing's your focal point. Dancing is really what draws people in, and mm -hmm. I don't do the typical drag moves that you'd see. Um, I'm more of a hip-hop dancing queen, oh, sure. so um, it's a good time. It's I'm unique in that aspect. I still do the over-exaggerated makeup. It's a little bit softer than other people's. Um, you'll see a lot of people with like super harsh like cheeks or like super, super oh, yeah. dark, dark eyes. And I go a little bit more softer just Word. because I have a very feminine face shape in general, so mm -hmm. it just works in my face. Right, there you go. Right. Sure. Um, yeah, so uh, what are what are some songs that you've uh, performed to? Oh, there's a long list of songs that I've performed to. I think my favorite artist to go to is probably Ariana Grande. Oh, we love our we, we love Ariana. Love Ariana Grande. Um, it's it's all of her music is really easy to dance to, and it's also really sexy music too. So you yeah. can just be super intriguing, and I love it. So Ariana Grande is definitely one of my go-to. Um, I also do who do I do a lot? I do Ariana Grande. I do. I guess it's kind of off the wall because I also throw in my gender fluidity in there too. Mm -hmm. Like tonight, I'm performing um, "Bang Bang" by Will I Am. Oh, um, nice. so right. it's it's a banger. Um, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, so I like to do a lot of male artists also. Um, and then I'm also performing tonight. Uh, Make me feel by. To know my name, so I try to stick to a lot of queer artists too, oh, yeah. just because they're giving us the music to work with. So totally. we might as well do it. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a lot of uh, sensual pop stuff. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's a lot of that. I do, however, I do enjoy doing a good power ballad. Oh yeah, I <laughs> a good power ballad. I pull out my big ball gown or my evening gowns and put a lot of emotion into it. I did musical theater. Um, like I said, so I know how to emote pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, 
and that's actually gotten me a couple competition wins. So awesome. I like a good. Like I feel like when we think about like drag performances, we do think of like that like punchy like sensual pop stuff <laughs> or hip hop whatever. But yeah. it's cool when like like other stuff gets thrown in there mm-hmm. like to you know diversify like the the vibe oh, but it's still a, yeah so yeah there's a lot of different types of queens like i hate saying different types of queens because a lot of queens do everything but there's like you have your alternative um spooky queens oh, yeah. out there who like to do a lot of like gore and horror stuff oh um, yes yeah. so yeah especially your milwaukee i've noticed i do know really some thing yeah i know some burlesque <laughs> artists that do that where like you don't, you don't know whether to be turned on or to be scared. Or yeah, a little bit of both. <laughs> or both, you know? right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love it. Yes. Yeah. And then we have, um, like, your your pageant queens who wear the beautiful evening gowns mm-hmm. and the big updos and the big jewelry and um, light, light makeup and super, super feminine-looking yeah. drag queens. You have your dancing queens, or as we call it, bucking queen. Oh, yeah. um, so... Is that you? That is, that would You're be a bucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. nice. A fucking queen um, who just go all out dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, you have your musical theater folks. You have your campy queens yeah. who do funny, crazy stuff. Sure. Um, and it's so there's really a lot of diversity within the drag community, which is great when it comes to performance. That's so. great. Awesome. Uh, so, how long, like, on average, does it take for you to like apply all your makeup and stuff? Um, on an average, I would say about three hours total, which is why I'm not in drag right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I, it's been a crazy. I got up at like seven this morning. Yeah. I had to drive to Janesville, drop my dog off, drive here to Milwaukee. Um, I had to run around and try and find some tights for a friend who needed some tights for tonight, um, because. The tights that we use aren't your normal Walgreens tights. They're Capazio expensive dancing tights. Yeah. So, and we need like three of them. Oh, wow. So, um, I've been running around like crazy. Oh, why not? But That's okay. It's like three hours total to get ready. That is, uh, that is totally un- understandable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, for sure. Yeah, makeup itself, it takes a, me about two hours, give or take depending on what look I'm going to go for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then about a half hour to 45 minutes to put on body mm. um, because I don't just put makeup on and a dress. you got to have some shape to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Add the hips, the ass, and the tits. Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? What so. is that, like uh, uh, silicone? No, it's um, a foam, like just regular oh. like couch cushion foam. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Like every time I put them on, people look at me like, oh, my gosh, did you rob a couch? And I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, uh, I noticed that you uh, you wear a lot of red. Uh, is I red do. like your favorite color? Um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite color. I do have a lot of red. I like wearing red because I not I don't normally wear it as a boy. Like this is the closest to like red that I would wear is like a dark. It's like a nice movie. kind of almost maroonish. Yeah, yeah. Like that's as much as I would wear as a boy because I feel like it doesn't look good on me as a boy. But then the second I min drag, I'm like, I love red. Like it just looks good on me. Mm-hmm. So there you I, go. I wear it Plus, when I wear my black hair too, it just like meshes really yeah. well and it gives me the Latina vibe that I want. So, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I don't. I don't wear. I don't like wearing a ton of red myself because like I feel like. Whenever I wear red, I think of like 
I, I just feel like I look like a little kid when I'm wearing red. <laughs> I feel like part of it is because I had a lot of like graphic t-shirts growing up that were red mm-hmm. and they kind of remind, like whenever I like wear like a red shirt, I just rem- it, re- it just reminds me of being a kid. Yeah. But like, it also doesn't go well as like an undershirt because it's such a like, a lot of times it's such yeah, an intense color. Um, yeah. It's very bad. Yeah. So that's why I don't wear it as white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, but you know, from the outfits I've seen you in, it's uh, very striking, and yeah. it does go well with that that contrast contrast with the black and yes. everything. Yeah, I'm actually wearing red tonight. I have like a red sequin um, suit jacket oh, that I'm wearing, nice. and like a red sequin bow tie, oh, wow. and a white shirt, and just like black underwear. And it looks, oh, it's very like ringleader. Oh, damn. Yeah, it looks so good. Tonight. Oh, uh, <laughs> shit. Uh, I'm about it. Yeah. I'm about it. How has, like, doing drag, like, how do you feel like it's, like, made you, like, a more confident and, like, um, you know, just, like, well-rounded person? Like, how is it, like, what has it made you, like, uh, realize about yourself and stuff like that? Uh, so drag itself is, it's a journey. Like, it's a lot. You learn, you do learn a lot about yourself. Like, I've come to terms with my gender identity. Um, and even sometimes I'll still feel like I'm in that self-discovery mode. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe gender fluid isn't the exact identity that I should go with, but it's where I'm at now and I'm okay with it. It also teaches you a lot, like, professionalism-wise, because mm-hmm. there's, it's, this is a business. Like, I am, this is like my part-time job, mm-hmm. um, because I have to really put myself out there and network and be professional when I show up to shows, show up on time, send my music when I need to send my music. Um, make sure that I'm there before and after the show to mingle because our main job is to make the bar money. Like, that yeah. we're pulling people in to right. bring business to the bar. So making sure that I am also, like, being professional when I, like, I don't drink a lot whenever I'm in drag. Um, I'll have a couple cocktails here and there. One, to support the bar and just because it's right. it's nice to do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Especially. Lo- loosens you up. Yes, for sure. exactly. So I'll... Um, I'll still try to like keep my cool and not drink as much and don't get too sloppy because it just it's messy and it's mm-hmm. unprofessional and I want to be invited back later because not only am I making money for the bar it makes right. money for me. Oh so, yeah, totally. which is just good. So it's, it teaches you a lot about professionalism and um, really promoting yourself mm-hmm. too, which is nice. Um, and then it really just it helps with friendships. You learn a lot about a lot of different people and you gain mm-hmm. a lot of friends through it, and you network yourself to a point where it doesn't even feel like networking it's just meeting new people and yeah. making these friends some of them are lifelong totally. um like for example my drag mom like we started it was just friends and now she's like my best friend i talk to her about everything i go to her about both drag and personal stuff mm-hmm. um and she does the same to me whenever she wants to talk so it's it's really nice being able to have that community sense um to it it's not just a job. It's not just having fun. It's a little bit of both. Yeah, blend of something that you know you can have a passion about is that you take it very seriously, but you also like have fun with it, and you also just like you live into it. Yeah. You know, and what creative outlet somebody has. Like, I feel like everyone should have that balance of like leisure with it, but also yeah that professionality and everything yeah um, and like and it's just like any other job too it has it's, it has its bad days right? yeah right. like 
whether it's you're, you didn't get tipped a lot that day or the crowd really wasn't here for it, um, or just you're just not up to doing it. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, like a sick day. You, know you feel I mean? a little under the weather. Under the weather, yeah. Right. You're, just, you're not really up for it. Um, I try not to cancel on too many gigs, especially right now because I need to save money for nationals because mm-hmm. drag is not cheap. <laughs> so, I, yeah, with all that makeup and outfits and stuff, I, yeah, I it's very, wouldn't doubt it. It's a very, very expensive hobby. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I try not to cancel too much, but there are those days where I'm just like, I just really can't do this today. So I, you got to, you got to do what you got to do, and it's... It can take a toll on you mentally as well, just because it is a lot of effort outside of working 40 hours a week at a normal job. Yeah. Um, it can really take a toll, so it's really good to have those weekends off that I try to have at oh, least yeah. one weekend a month completely off, so I can just de- decompress yeah. and get my life back together. Yeah, exactly. Unwind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I will need a day to not do any podcasts, even though... <laughs> I haven't been doing too uh, too good at that uh, the last couple months, but, um, but yeah, like just finding like just you know yeah like uh, monitoring your limits and everything. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to somebody who's like maybe thinking about or interest interested in like getting into drag a little bit, even if that's like even if it's just like trying something out? Like what would you constructively say to somebody that like is interested in it? Yeah, I would say. One, be true to yourself. However you want to do it, do it. Um, Don't look at other queens and don't say, I want to be specifically like this queen. I want to follow it in your exact footsteps. Like, they can be, yes, they can be a role model for you, but stick to who you are. Um, Don't try to be a spitted image of somebody else. Emulating. Yeah, because you'll take away from who you are as a person. You're going to end up not enjoying it Mm -hmm. because of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I also would say just... If you're curious about it, you can reach out to people. There's people that you can reach out to to have good conversation. There are some queens out there who will be a little more feisty, a little more sassy, and will just be like, no. But um, there are queens out there, like myself, that would absolutely give you some advice here and there. I may not be the best, I may not be a pro, Mm -hmm. but I've made a name for myself, and I can absolutely show you things to skip over Mm -hmm. and try to avoid, and the things to um, just jump right in on. Um, and also practice and invest in your drag. Always invest in your drag. Um, if it's something that you feel like you can really get a passion for and continue doing, invest in it because the more outfits and the more different styles of hair, even though I got three wigs, the <laughs> different styles of hair, the more looks, the more um, options that you have to perform, it'll just boost your confidence even more because you can be like, Oh, well, the theme today, it's, it's a red theme. We want everyone to wear yeah. red. Well, i got a red costume, so let's do yes. it. So really try to invest in your drag and make it a cohesive and like a big package. That, mm-hmm. That's what we say in pageant world. Like you're bringing a package to present to the judges. Get your package together to present to the audience. To really just show yourself off. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And stay true to yourself. You know? Yeah. Uh, all that makes uh, perfect sense. Like for sure, the confidence part is huge. Um, like I mean, I <clears throat> the last in the last year, I've let a couple friends uh, do makeup on me because it was something I always wanted to try. Like I always wanted to like you know see how I looked with it. Like you know, challenge some like you know the masculine norms yeah. that were so 
socialized in and uh yeah it was a ton of fun it just yeah like at the end of the day like it um gave me an opportunity to connect with like a couple of my friends that are really passionate with makeup in a new way that mm -hmm. I'd never connected with them before and we would have fun you know we would drink a little bit like we yeah. just you know like uh there was one time my friend Angelica did it. She did a great job, but it was really hot and I was really sweaty. It was over <laughs> yeah. the summer, so okay, like okay. I sweated all off. Yes. And that was rough. But but aside from that, like yeah, like um and uh, you know, I for the longest time like I was definitely worried about like oh like are my friends going to make fun of me and like, mm -hmm. or like think that like oh like uh that I shouldn't be doing this like because like it's a De detriment to my reputation but no like i like i wanted to try it and i you know after at some at a certain point you learn to just throw all that out the window and after i did it like no one relevant made fun of me you yeah, know right. and that's i think that's the biggest thing that like um anyone's afraid of right but yeah. but yeah like i definitely think even just like men in general should wear more makeup yeah for sure. and a lot of them would look a lot prettier <laughs> yeah we honest. <laughs> oh my god i learned how good my eyelashes are <laughs> yeah apparently i have really long uh uh, uh choice eyelashes <laughs> so uh shout out to emily acker she did those. yes emily acker emily, <laughs> she well she does theater makeup too yeah, so like yes. and she was the first one to ever do a look on me I and uh love her so much oh babe <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, so, what are your, uh, you know, uh, still uh, pretty fresh into this new year? Uh, how would you? What What are some goals of yours uh, for the for the remainder of the year? Um, I would say, well, when I have nationals coming up, so I think my biggest goal right now is to do well at nationals. I don't. I'm like ninety percent sure I'm not going to win Miss Gay US of A, mainly because it's super prestigious and there's a lot of amazing queens that are going to compete against me. Um, this year, my main focus is just to network when I get there, mm -hmm. meet all kinds of new people, get my name out there, um, and make people remember me. Mm -hmm. um, so whether that's in a conversation um, or me on stage, yeah. I want people to remember who I am. The impression. Um, yes, get yeah. that really, because my first national pageant, it's really big, there's a lot of people, it's going to be very intimidating going down there, and uh, the judges are going to be very um, well known folks. We don't know who those judges are quite yet, uh, but they're going to be former title holders, national title holders, um, promoters that I'm going to be hopefully interacting with mm -hmm. a lot more yeah. past the pageant. So my main goal so far is just to do well there and network and make top 12. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Top 12 yeah. moves on to final night. I want to perform on finals night. That is the goal. Um, and I think my other goals right now are Within drag would be to win. I'm running for Mix Five Nightclub again. I ran last year. I was first alternate, um, and I, I want that title. I'm gonna get that title. I want to be a five title holder. I believe in you. <laughs> yes. I think we're, you can do it. We're gonna do it. I do have some other pageants that I um, have in mind that I I think I'm gonna run for. I need to get a package together for it, but um, there's a few other ones that I really want to just do it to get out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Some of them are out of state pageants. So I have those on my mind and on my radar um, to see what happens with those. But really to just grow as an entertainer and as a person in general for drag um, 
just overall. Outside of drag, I would say that my biggest goal would be to go back to school. I really want to get back into school. I want to finish my degree, get the hell out of retail. I am so sick of retail. Oh, I hear you. hate it. Hear so <laughs> we're going to try and get out of that and really go back to school and finish this degree um, so I can become a teacher I've always wanted yeah. and yeah, live my best human life. Love it. I think you can do all that. Uh, it'd be great to have you back here for sure. Yeah, uh, next time I promise I will be in full drag. Oh my god, gotta right. see, gotta see Lola yes. in her prime. Yes. Good. All right, Angelo, aka Lola. <laughs> um, this was great to talk. Yeah. Uh, glad we could finally do this. I know we've been talking about it for months now. Yeah, a couple months. Yeah. I'm glad I can be here. Yes. Uh, good luck <laughs> at your show tonight. Oh, thank you. It's gonna be a good one. I'm uh, excited. Good. Awesome. Um, so, uh, Angela, as we close out, tell me what keeps you up at night. What keeps me up at night? Um, uh, Republicans. Um, the Janesville. S- Janesville. <laughs> um, the smell of the pizza in my refrigerator that's not good. Probably should throw that out. And my Do something about that. dog, because she's obnoxious and probably hates me. Oh, Damn. Wow. <laughs> uh, those are some those are some harsh uh, circumstances. But... I know, it's the things that <laughs> What what puts you to sleep? Uh, what puts me to sleep? Um, melatonin and marijuana. <laughs> M M squared, right? <laughs> yeah. That part. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. It's good to see you yeah. for sure. All right. Drag scene. Milwaukee. Madison, Lola Rome, stay tuned. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for watching Mr. Nice Guy. We will see you next time.